Athelflaed was born in the 870s, at the height of Viking invasions in England. She was the eldest child of King Alfred of Wessex and his wife Eärlswith. Though born into the West Saxon royal house, her maternal grandmother Eadber was of Mercian royalty. Athelflaed was raised in a court that did not support powerful women. Asser, who wrote The Life of Alfred, tells us that, quote, The West Saxons did not allow the Queen to sit beside the King, nor indeed did they allow her to be called Queen, but rather King's wife. End quote. However, by 887, Athelflaed was no longer at the West Saxon court, having married the ruler of Mercia, Athelred. This marriage cemented a political alliance between Alfred and Athelred, helping them to work together against Scandinavian conquest. Mercia had a history of powerful queens, like Kinnethrith, who flourished from 770 to 798, the Queen of Offa. However, much had changed in the century between the period of Mercian power over the other kingdoms during Offa's reign and the time of the marriage of Athelflaed to Athelred. Mercia's power and area of influence had declined due to political instability and ravaging attacks from Scandinavian invaders. The southern kingdom of Wessex had been relatively protected from these attacks compared to the northern kingdoms of Mercia and Northumbria, and as such Wessex had become the more powerful kingdom. Historians generally agree that in this period Athelred of Mercia was not a king, but a ruler under the overlordship of King Alfred. Understanding this relationship is complicated by the fact that most of our source material for this period is West Saxon in origin. At some point during the 890s, Athelred started to suffer from ill health, and Athelflaed began ruling on his behalf. When he eventually died in 911, she appears to have taken over ruling in her own right, something no other woman hitherto had done in early medieval England. A collection of annals describing the years 902 to 924, with a concentration on 909 to 919, referred to as the Mercian Register or sometimes the Annals of Athelflaed, have a particular interest in Athelflaed's activities and in royal women in general. They appear to be of Mercian origin, and they survive in three manuscripts containing what are known as the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles. References to women are rare in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles, but frequent within this small collection of Mercian annals. These annals describe Athelflaed as Myrchnachlaftia, Lady of the Mercians, the equivalent of her husband's title of Myrchnachlafod, Lord of the Mercians. The annals tell us how Athelflaed built defensive fortifications in Bremersbury in 910 while her husband was still alive. And then after his death, she built fortifications in Sheriat and Bridgenot in 912, Tamworth and Stafford in 913, Edisbury and Warwick in 914, Cherbury, Weardbury and Runcorn in 915, and she recaptured the burrs of Derby and Leicester from the Scandinavians in 917 and 918. It also recounts how she sent an army into Wales and destroyed Brecon, capturing the king's wife and 33 other hostages. And in the year of her death, in 918, she also convinced the people of York to give pledges and oaths that they would support her leadership. Apart from a few astronomical events, and a notice of the translation of St Oswald's body into Mercia, a move instituted by Athelflaed, 
The overwhelming contents of these annals is concentrated on Athelflaed's military, defensive and strategic deeds in order to protect Mercia and undermine Scandinavian rule. A later medieval Irish account corroborates this, also stating that she led an army against the Viking Ragnall at the Second Battle of Corbridge in 918, and that she made an alliance with the Picts and the Scots against Viking aggressors in Northumbria. Athelflaed's deeds are recorded in the Mercian Register as any male rulers would be. By all accounts, she was a strong ruler with a strong military influence. There is no evident demarcation of her gender, apart from in the use of her title, Hlafdia. Her brother Edward the Elder, King of Wessex, who reigned from 899 to 924, is hardly mentioned, and her husband is mentioned only twice. Though these annals prioritise Athelflaed's deeds and ignore Edward's, a collection of West Saxon annals for the same year does the exact reverse, prioritising Edward's deeds and mentioning Athelflaed only once as Edward's sister. These two texts, recording the same period of history but from very different viewpoints, perhaps reveal an ongoing struggle between Mercia and Wessex during Athelflaed's reign. Edward of Wessex appears to have tried to gain some West Saxon control over Mercia. After Athelred died, Edward took control of London and Oxford, towns previously under Mercian power. He had also sent his son Athelstan to be brought up by Athelflad and Athelred at the Mercian court, perhaps envisaging a future unification of the two kingdoms. After Athelflad died, her daughter Alfwin succeeded as ruler of Mercia. Alfwyn was almost 30, but still unmarried, an unusual situation for a woman of this period to be in, apart from in the case of nuns, which suggests her succession as ruler may have been planned long in advance. This is the only woman-to-woman -woman succession of rulership recorded in English history, until Queen Elizabeth I succeeded after her sister Mary in 1558. The extent to which either Athelflaed or Alfwyn can claim queenship is complex, but worth considering. While West Saxon sources referred to Athelflaed as Hlafdia, lady, Welsh and Irish sources regarded her as a queen. The charters she signed and co-signed and the Mercian Register describe her rulership as being undertaken with the help of God or by the grace of God strong terms that bring her into a context of a growing ideology of Christian royal rulership. However, the political reality did not support Alfwyn's position. After ruling Mercia for only six months, she was deposed by her uncle Edward. The Mercian register states that she was, quote, deprived of all authority in Mercia and was led into Wessex three weeks before Christmas, end quote. It is not known what became of her. Alfwyn's deposition was instrumental in the eventual creation of a unified England that happened under her cousin Athelstan, who had been raised perhaps with Alfwyn by Athelflaed at the Mercian court. It is worth questioning why a sub-ruler such as Alfwyn, if that is indeed all she was, would need to be deposed and physically removed from Mercia in order for Edward to take control. Athelflaed's position as a woman whose identity was as Mercian as it was West Saxon certainly complicates how we should view these developments. 
If she had stayed in Wessex, where royal women had low status, her life would certainly have played out very differently. But as the daughter of the most powerful king in England, Athelflaed's marriage to Athelred may have been designed to cement an overlordship of Wessex over Mercia. Perhaps this, along with her strong military rulership, is why her rule in the kingdom was tolerated by Edward. She was a West Saxon ruler. After her death, Edward could not afford an independent Mercian ruler, instead preferring to create in his own son and heir a dual identity comparable to Athelflad's. Athelflad and Alfwyn, as women who ruled in their own right, are certainly anomalous in the history of medieval England, but Athelflad's identity as a woman between two kingdoms on the verge of unification arguably placed her in the perfect position to rule. <laughs>